Coming to you live on a beautiful Tuesday morning. Yom Shehuchba Boikitoy from the Summerton Community College, Summerton, Philadelphia. We're continuing over here with them in Shlema. And we are in Perak Yud, and Gimel. We did the first read through yesterday. We began developing this yesterday. Let's see if we can bring this home today. So let's read it again, the text. Remind ourselves of what we saw yesterday, and, and we'll try to get ourselves back up to speed in terms of where we developed things, how we developed things, and where we left off. So the guy was talking about two factors over here that have to be present as prerequisites for learning, and then he told us what these factors, what, what kind of reward you get, and what punishment someone gets for the, for the failure, the lack of these two aspects, these two factors. And those two <clears throat> quantities over here... <clears throat> that a person has to live by is tzedakah and mishpat. So let's see. Tzedakah and mishpat heim We saw that tzedakah and mishpat are the doors of the Torah. Doors means the entry point. Someone really wants to have Torah. He wants to have real Torah. See, shema in their Torah. Accuracy in their Torah. Brach in their Torah. Brach in their learning. The dalsais, the, the doors to get into that is tzedakah and mishpat. We explained yesterday what's tzedakah and mishpat. We don't usually associate that with Torah. So we did explain yesterday, <coughs> yesterday that we see the Torah being referred to sometimes as Torah's emes and alternately Torah's chesed. There's, there's a chesed aspect of Torah and an emes aspect of Torah. Torah's chesed and Torah's emes. Chesed is, do I see that my Torah is here to be shared with others? Do I see that I'm learning in order to share my Torah with others? Is is that why I'm learning? Is that why I'm? Is 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 that why I'm teaching? Even um, I told I told the Eilim once. I said over the Ma'isa with my Rebbe, with his Rebbe, with Revolbo, and Revolbo's Rebbe, Revolbo learned by Rav Hutner a little bit. I told the Eilim this Ma'isa over once. The Ma'isa goes like this. I, I have a Rebbe who is uh, Rebbe Movakamine in certain areas. I was able to sit by him for years and years. You know, hear Vadim from him go through Svarim together with him. And he, his Rebbe, in, in like Hashkaf and Musr, was Revolba. He was a Talmud Muvag of Revolba. The Stim Ashkiach Zatzal of, of, uh, of Eretz Yisrael, Klai Yisrael. And um, <clears throat> so he sat for many years. My Rebbe sat by Revolba for many, many years. And at one point, you know, he was so appreciative. It was such a, such a, Excitement and and, and, and uh, one day just the learning session left him in a, such a particular state of of uh, his iris and his lavus, this excitement and a, a burning fire. He gave a very enthusiastic thank you to Revolvis. Thank you so much. Appreciate the, you know the, the time. Always appreciate the time you give me, the the learning, the the focus, the knowledge that you share with me. So Revolvis looked at him and said, "I want you to know I, I was able to learn for several years by Revudner." Revolba learned by Rabbi Yerucham. He was a Talmud of Rabbi Yerucham. He was also learned by Rav Hutner. And he said to his Talmud, he said, all the time that I learned by Rav Hutner, I never said thank you. Never said thank you to Rav Hutner. And this is Revolba, the esteemed Mashkiach, the Amoser, right? One of the, one of the, the, the um, foremost chains of the, the recent generation of, of that of that uh, links in the chain of, of the of the going of the you know the the Muslim giants going back to the Salanter, he said I never said thank you to Rav Hutner all the time that he taught me. He said why not? Why didn't I say thank you? 
So he said, I understood that the thank you was inappropriate. And the thank you was unwarranted. And the thank you would have been missing the point. And I saw Rav Hutner saw that I understood that too. So I saw that all the time that Rav Hutner gave me, when he was teaching me, he saw that he wasn't teaching me, he was teaching Kla Yisrael. It was very clear to me that he wasn't giving me the time just because, you know, he thought I was an exceptionally brilliant and bright student and I loved to learn, I loved his tire, and I wanted as much tire as possible. He was teaching me because he saw that teaching me was a way to teach Klai Yisrael. He saw, not just me as a Talmud, he saw my Talmidim as his Talmud. He saw that he was planting seeds and making hachanas for the next dar of Klai Yisrael, that they should have someone to disseminate his Torah to them, and that he should be able to carry forward this, this, this legacy of, of uh, you know, the Messiah, the Torah, the guidance that Rav Hutner himself had received, he was giving that over to me so it should go through me to the next door. It was very clear to me the entire time that he was teaching me. He wasn't teaching me, he was teaching Kla Yisrael. And that's why I didn't say thank you. Not because of a, it was a self-centered motivation, a self-centered type of attitude. It wasn't anything to do with, um, you know, conceit or guy at all, but it was clear that he, that, that I was a Klee. I was a Klee, and that's why he was giving me all this time, and, and that was clear, and his teaching was clear in how he, how he worked with me, and it was, it was very clear um, in all the time that I, I was sitting with him. He was teaching Kleistral via me. So this is, it's a, it's a very interesting story, but it's also, we'll go back to what we're establishing here from the Vilna Gun, this idea that Torah has Tzedakah, and Mishra, the Tzedakah aspect of Torah is, is the Tzedek, is um, the Torah's Chesed, that we learn to teach. We try to build up a surplus of Torah because we look for where there's a deficit of Torah. We try to absorb as much Torah as possible, not to make ourselves fat, not to make ourselves great and big and, 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 and wise and, 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 and rich, but to share the wealth, to share the riches, to, to benefit others from uh, what we've accumulated, like we said yesterday. So this shows up in, in the learning, it shows up in the teaching. Sometimes you know, it's when we're learning, we're learning in order to share. And sometimes we're teaching, we're teaching someone that he should share that Torah with others as well. The Torah's Chesed shows up in the, in, the, in the teaching as well. And that's Tzedakah. Again, that's Tzedakah. Tzedek means it makes sense. This is appropriate. This is the right thing to do. Tzedek. <clears throat> this is correct. This is, this is what's right. This is what makes sense. Not charitable, but this is what's appropriate. Like the usher sees, why does he have extra money? He has extra money in order to give that money over to someone else, as explained yesterday. Okay, good. That's the tzedakah, teres chesed aspect, teres ames, that's mishpat, is that person has to be strong and firm in his pursuit of, of, the, of ames when it comes to learning. Um, learning has to be ultimately an exercise for the discovery of truth. And when it has to resist this, um, this Yetzirah that a person has sometimes is, is, is not the discovery of truth, but the, the un- uncovery, uncovering of myself, the, the revealing of myself. I want there to be more me out there. So I'm throwing my Torah at, at, at everyone. I'm hurling my, my svaras and my ideas and my shtiklach. You know, it's all about me. That's when it's not Torah's emes, when it's about who you know, can shout louder, who wins the shouting match with their chavrusa, who's going to be able to knock the other one out of the park. Um, is it emes? Is it not emes? Who cares? I shout louder than you, so I won. You know, does it really make sense? Is this really the Pshat and the Rajba? Who cares if this is really the Pshat and the Rajba? Uh, but, but, but I'm 
quicker than you. I'm more clever than you, and I can maneuver you with with all my tilei tilim shall of of kushias the bias and 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 pilpulim charifim charifim and 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 your mahalach. So no, that's that's when teras not teras emes. That's when it's teras atzmi. When I'm just trying to enlarge myself and, and make myself great and big. So it's not MS, and that's, that, that, that's lacking the mishpat. Um, we're going to come back to this today, because uh, we have to finish off the guy. And the guy said two more ideas. The mishpat MS, who memshala, said the guy, the reward for mishpat MS. And here he throws the word MS in. You see MS and mishpat go hand in hand. Is memshala, is authority. Someone has mishpat MS, learns with terrorist MS, learns with mishpat MS, that gives him authority. The guy concludes by saying, someone who doesn't have Tairas Chesed, doesn't have Tairas Emes, his learning is not for Chesed, it's not there, it's there for himself, it's, it's, it's there for himself, to, he doesn't want to share it, or it's there for himself in that it's about self-furtherance, making myself um, <clears throat> great and big, not making the Torah great and big, so he'll lose the wealth and the authority that, that, he, that he is deserving of, uh, deservedly from somewhere else, that will be stripped from him, that will be taken away from him. Okay, so what we have to just conclude, wrap up today, putting the whole thing together, is <clears throat> the Mita Kanega meet over here. We see that the reward for learning with tzedakah, Tairas Chesed, is, is Aisher. So that makes sense. A person is... is um, free and giving and very open with his time and with his knowledge so he has more to give that's the Aisher, that's the Aisher, that's why Tzedakah is rewarded with Aisher the more I give, the more the Rebbe gives me to give the more resources I get, if I see what Kodesh Prophet says, what I do with those resources I'm giving resources, that's good but straightforward what, what's, as we asked yesterday, what's this idea that learning with MS gives me, Mshala, gives me authority why should that give me authority? authority Two questions. A, what's the, why should that um, give me authority? What's the, what's the connection to begin with between learning for the correct reasons, learning for Torah's sake, learning for the sake of truth, discovery of truth, not the revelation myself? Why, why is it go together with authority? And since when is authority a good thing? Memshala here is an interesting lashon. We know there's two types of rulers, two types of authorities. It's the Melech and the Moshal. The Melech is usually the good guy, and the Moshe is the bad guy, right? The Melech is the one who, who has, the, um, has the, the, the approval of, of his subjects. The subjects like him, they're interested in him. The subjects crown him as their king, they coronate him as their king. The Moshe is the guy who just kind of like moves in and starts, you know, sending people off to Siberia if they don't accept him. That's the Moshe, right? The person who destroys his enemies. Kills his enemies, who gets to surround himself with the secret police. That's the, the dictator, the despot. That's the Moshal. So why would we get Memshala? Why why would somebody want Memshala as opposed to Malucha? Interesting choice of words that the guy uses over here. This is again, this is the bad guy, the bad kind of thing, the thing that we don't usually want. And why do you get that for learning with Mishpah, learning with your Torah with Tyrus Emes? So let's let's carry forward just a half a step or so. The idea from yesterday that we, we began with this morning. Um, mishpat is one of the two doors of Torah, the guy told us. One of the two access points, and both are necessary. It's a double door. You have to have both doors open to get in. And one of the two doors is Torah, is, is, is Mishpat, Mishpat Emes, learning with, with Emes. I have to be learning with Emes. Now, we spent a little bit more time developing one 
one approach to learning which lacks MS, but there's really two different approaches. You can stray from Tyrus MS on two different sides of the coin. You can go to two different extremes in not learning with MS. One way to not learn with MS is, as we, we, we mentioned this morning and yesterday, when it's all about me. Tyrus is all about me. That, why am I learning with my chavrusa? Why am I learning this message? I want everyone to hear me. I've got to be louder than everybody else, not just maybe out-shouting my chavrusa, out-shouting the whole, the whole cult Torah. I want everybody, not, I don't want just my chavrusa here, I'm shouting. I need everybody in the base message to hear how loud I'm shouting. I, 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 uh, I'm going to throw a hurl, hurl, like so many projectiles on my svaris and my turret, everybody, and I'm going to come out on top. So that's, that's one way, one extreme of my Torah not being Torah's MS, it's, it's Torah's Atzmi. It's my own, it's, it's about self-furtherance and self-promotion when it's all about myself. That, that's obvious that we discussed this morning and yesterday. But there's another extreme on the other end of things where we have another breach of Torah's MS where, where my Torah is not Torah's MS. And it's, it, it's in ex- exactly the opposite of this, but it's just as much of a violation of my Torah being MS. And that is as opposed to my Torah being all about me, my Torah is all about you. All about you. All about you. That's also not Torah Samus. What does it mean my Torah is all about you? So the, the obvious way that we're probably immediately thinking of is my Torah is all about me. Maybe sometimes I could be too polite. Taco, I could be too polite. I could give in too easily. I could, I could submit to your ideas, even though they're crum, they're crazy. You know, you, you know, one would wonder, you know, what's the biggest shtach you can give to, a, 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 you know, in yeshivas? What's the biggest diss you can give to your chavrusa? Biggest diss you give to your chavrusa. Your chavrusa says a svar, you look at your chavrusa quizzically, you say, you know, I'm not sure if you were yoytz of this morning, you might have made a bracha levatalo. Might have been a bracha levatalo. Yeah? So that's, that's what we call a Talmudic diss. Yeah, we'll explain later, we'll explain later. But, um, you know, you tell, uh, you make the blessing on the learning of Torah, right? So you're making a blessing on learning of Torah, so you're telling your chavrusa, like, I think you made that blessing in vain, because what you're saying is not Torah. Yeah, it's a clever way of cutting somebody down. Yeah? Um, so, so that would be, um, We're talking about the guy, how do we get there? We're talking about the guy who doesn't say that, right? The guy who's too nice, he's too polite. So he, he, he doesn't, doesn't uh, he lets his chavrusa, lets the chavrusa get away with, 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 with anything and everything. Really, the chavrusa wants to say anything under the sun. Um, he's just too polite. He's too nice. It could be the guy's not saying anything that makes any sense. But I'm, I'm too polite. But there's another, more... Um, more insidious way of, of being guilty of my turn not being Teres Emes. There's another way. And that is um, not just when I'm too polite to correct you, I'm too nice to steer you straight, I'm too, too diplomatic, too civil, too well-behaved, mild-mannered to point out to you where, where you're wrong, um, where a person can sometimes have Chalil Vachas an applied Torah, when we get to the, you know, halachically, when Torah has to be applied, halacha when there is a pressure to give a person a psak halacha that may be stretching 
the halacha, maybe stretching the Torah, maybe stretching it to the breaking point because I don't want to take a stand. I don't want to tell you something that you're not going to want to hear. I don't want to take an unpopular stance in halacha. <coughs> and there can sometimes be a, a uh, you know, yetzer hara, an impetus for someone who is asked to shine halacha. To like, okay, I know, you know, you asked me if you're allowed to do this on Shabbos. You're asking me if you, uh, you know, are allowed to go to a such and such a, an event, such and such a wedding. You're asking me if you're allowed to have such and such a person over on Shabbos. You're, allowed, you're asking me if you're allowed to go in such and such a place and eat this. And I'm feeling a lot of pressure from you. And I know you really want to go there and eat there. And I know you really want to go to this venue. And you really want to go to this wedding. You really want to be able to do this on Shabbos. And I know you can't. I know you can't. But I'm feeling a lot of pressure to tell you what you want to hear. Oh, so I bend over backwards. I try to find a heter. I try to find a kula. I try to like ignore things. I, I try to, you know, stretch and stretch and stretch and stretch. Sometimes there's the answer. You stretch to the point that things break and snap. And there can be such a, a, such, a such a pressure and such a horror when it comes to sharing practical applied terror with people. And this is Viter, not Teres Emes. It's not Mishpat. It's not Mishpat. It's not Torah. That's not Teres Emes. That's your Torah. I'm telling you what you want to hear. I'm telling you what's going to make you happy. I'm, I'm telling you what's going to keep us as good friends. I don't want you to get upset at me. I don't want you to get angry at me. I don't want to you know, be unpopular over here in this town. So I'm going to tell everybody what they want to hear. I'm going to tell everybody what they want to hear. At that point, that's no longer Tyras Emes, but, but I'm, not, I'm violating things on this side of the coin where it's not Tyras Emes, rather it's my turn. No, it's not Tyras Emes, it's your Torah. <laughs> I'm just telling you what you guys want to hear. That's Viter, a violation of Tyras Emes. You know, Reb Chaim Brisker said that um, a Rav, a Rav in the Shtad, he was a Rav in the, in, in the Shtad. Reb Chaim Brisker wasn't just Reb Chaim Brisker, he was also a, you know, a Shtad Rav. He said, any rav that the, the constituents, the, the congregationalists, the congregants, and the constituents and the townspeople, where he's a rav, any rav that they don't want to throw him out, the Nishkain rav. If they don't want to throw him out of town, he's not a rav. He's not a real rav. If they don't want to throw him out. But there was a second half of the same, and he said, any rav that lets himself get thrown out, Nishkain mensch. Is Nishkain Mensch, if they, he lets them throw him out. But what was he saying? It's obviously a very cynical statement, with a little, maybe a little bit of hyperbole over here. But he's saying, yeah, to be a Rav, Amal is an unpopular job because you have to take a stand for Tyras Amos. And they're going to say, well, what are you talking about? Um, we never heard about this before. It's not true. It's the previous Rav didn't say this. He let us do this on Shabbos, he let us eat this stuff. If you believe that's not the halach, if you believe that's not the MS, you got to take a stand. You have to tell people, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to do this. I, I, in spite of all the pressure, in spite of the fact that they really want to do it, you have to tell them this is not the halacha, this is not what the Torah says. Same with Yechavrusa. You, 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 you may, you know, let's say you're learning with a, you know, a, 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 a someone that you have to have respect for, someone that you have to have fear for, someone who you're learning with a wealthy donor has come, came into town to... Um, to uh, tour the Kailal, to tour the neighborhood, and he says, go oh, learn, with, learn with Penny. I'm going to set you up with Penny today. I'm going to set you up with Yiri today. You're going to learn for the first day with Yiri, second day with Penny, 
and, and this is like a big donor, right? He came to learn with the Kailo. And he's saying, he's saying, Lakshan Torah. This guy doesn't know how to learn. He doesn't know, you know, which, which side of the page is Rashi on, which side of the page is Taisus on. Yeah, all kinds of crazy, spatting, crazy Torahs. There's a, there, there, there's a, there's a, hard to not correct him. I mean, jeopardizing, jeopardizing the, the Kailo, the funds. There's a certain Yetzirah to say, oh, well, you know, I think some people say what you're saying, but there's another shot like this. No, Rabbi Yisai, that's, 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 that's far crumbing the Torah. That is taking Torah's MS, the Mishpat of Torah, and saying, okay, it's your Torah, your Torah is also good Torah. Listen, if, it's, if, it, if it has a decent shot at being a, a, a decent shot, that's one thing, but if it doesn't have a decent shot at being a decent shot, it's mamish, you know, Lakshan Torah. Say there's something called Lakshan Torah, then then you have to take a stance for the truth. Um, Reb Chaim said that uh, you have to you have to you have to uh, you have to you have to not be afraid, not be afraid, and defend the truth. So that's the middle ground, the middle road of, of the Mishpat uh, Mishpat Emes aspect of Torah. The Torah has to be Emes and it can't go too far towards being my Torah, but can't go too far being, towards being your Torah. Now, returning to the Gain. <coughs> Someone who doesn't give in to the pressure of his Chavrusas to go along with their crazy ideas, doesn't give in to the pressure of the community to give a crumb of sack. He stands up for what's truth, for what's the truth. He stands up for what's emes. He says, no, you may not do this. You may not do this on Shabbos. You may not eat in this establishment. You may not engage in such activity. He will be initially unpopular, but ultimately the schar that he gets is respect. Ultimately, people will respect him for this. Ultimately, if he doesn't back down, if he sticks to his guns, so there may be some troublemakers in town that will forever disrespect him, but by and large, he will earn the community's respect. Yeah. Why will he earn their respect? Because they see that he stands for MS and he doesn't back down from the MS. He sticks to his guns. He doesn't give in when he feels it's not truth. He, he, he doesn't give in. He doesn't yield. He doesn't back down. And that's the memshala that the Gain's talking about. That's the authority. The Gain said, the Mida Kenega Midas, you have authority. I mean, you have authority as opposed to Malucha. Malucha is when I want you to be my king. So if it's good for me, you're my king. If it's not good for me, you're not my king. A moishel is he has the authority even if it's not good. I mean, even if it's not good, if they want to hear otherwise, they want a heter for this, they want a, 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 a leniency over there, they want a kulas, they want a heterim. I'm not interested in what you, ha- what you have to say. But if you don't back down and you say, I'm Rabbi Yisrael, this is the MS, I'm sorry, I'm not backing down, you will have memshol. You will have everyone's respect. You will have that authority. And that's what the guy is saying over here. That's the mita kenega mita. Mita kenega mita. There, you know, there still may be here and there troublemakers, the people that are coming from, you know, the the uh, the Erev Rav, the rabble rousers. But by and large, someone that doesn't back down from the Emes sticks to the Emes sticks to his guns, he will have that authority that comes with the respect that everyone will accord him. There's a Shekava Maisa, the Vaita with Chaim, again with Chaim Salvechik when he, he was rough and brisk. The beauty, here's the Maisa. The beauty. Mamasha, we're going to wrap up the Mamasha Maisa. You don't want to miss out on this Maisa. Listen to our Maisa. This is illustrating the fact that you do get a respect, but there may, may be Yechidim that still uh, are still trying to challenge you, uh, the, for sure, in the short run. But, uh, but the, the, the idea is that you, by and large, have, have respect. That's the authority that you get when you won't back down from the Evis. So, Chaim, um, 
back in his day already in Europe, there there were the the, the uh, early um, the Zionistic movement was was very popular, gathering steam and energy even amongst the frummer. There was the you know the Chayvah uh, Tzion, and there are a lot of from people that were involved in that movement, and from people that that take took on you know made 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 kind of strange bedfellows with the the, the frummer the um, you know the the and some of the people that were seen as the leaders and the uh, the the um, those that were you know looked up to glorified um, within that the, the whole the the the, the movement and one of those leaders was Herzl Herzl was uh, was the, the, the like the the Rashkebahag of uh, you know the, the the movement back in the you know the late 80, 1800s, and by he died, he died, and in in Brisk where Chaim was, he had he had a, he had a certain like a small but strong supporting su- some supporting team um, loyalists even amongst the from Yidden over there there were people that were that 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 uh, that uh, had looked up to him that 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 had. Uh, Taken him on as a, as a Meir uh, Derech, and Sir Chaim saw, you know, was was raised on Neilad as soon as he, as soon as Herzl died, Chaim let out a kol and brisk that that, um, that uh, he was matul lechem. He put a ban that no shul and brisk is allowed to host eulogies for Herzl. No one's allowed to say hespedim for Herzl. He knew this is what they were all going to want to do. They were all going to get wanted to give hespedim. He said, no one's allowed to give hespedim. No one's allowed to give hespedim. So there was there there was a packet you know movement in town over there people that did want to give Hespeda for Herzl. Um, and the one they did really want to do. On the other hand, they had a, a, enough respect. They did have enough respect for Reb Chaim that they couldn't be break the Chaim. Didn't have the chutz, but didn't have the goal to break Reb Chaim's Chaim because he did have that authority. He did have that respect. So they, 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 their hands were tied. They didn't know what to do. They wanted to be mass, but Herzl on the other. Chaim hot kezavter. Chaim hot kehesin. You're going to break Reb Chaim's Chaim. So they did was, they opened a new shul. They would cook someone's house. They said, okay, this is a new shul, Anshe, whatever, Anshe Kartoffel. They made a new shul over there. And they, because they, they, their time it was, that the, the chaim was only chal on the shuls that were extant at the time of the chaim. But this is a new shul that we just made. Since it wasn't around the time the chaim made the chaim, so the chaim, his ban wasn't, wasn't uh, didn't take effect on the shul. And they said, has paid in for Herzl on that shul. So I think it was within this mice, that's where chaim said that, that, uh, that idea, is that zug. It might have been said within the story over here, you know, and any rub that, that they don't want to throw at is Nishkain rub, but if they let him throw, if he, he lets them push him around, is Nishkain mensch. Anyway, okay, Rabbi, so, so that wraps up Gimel, and Emir Tashem tomorrow we will continue with Dalit. You can't be afraid of, 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 of having Teres Emes, both, uh, again, Teres Emes is not about our Teres, it's about what's, what's, what the Teres is really saying, and it's not about your Teres, it's not about your Teres, no matter what you want to hear, it's what the Teres is really saying, we can't be afraid. Um, right, and ultimately, people will respect you for that for not yep. backing down. Okay.